Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after-tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so today, Mina and I would like to talk about going into business with family or friends. That is either employing family and friends in your business or starting a partnership with them so they've got a share of the business as well. And whilst uh, these sort of situations can be quite attractive because you know and potentially know and trust that person and they might have some particular skills, it's not without risk. And it's something that you really want to think about and certainly get advice on. And the first thing to consider is that you should try and avoid mixing business with pleasure because it really does muddy the water in terms of the relationship that you have with that person. It is really difficult to have a friendship with a person on the weekend, for example, but during the week you've got a employee-employer relationship or a business partner relationship. And it really comes down to expectations on in both directions, your expectations of that person and that person's expectations of you. And so when something goes wrong, perhaps their expectations will be that you will react as a friend, not as a colleague or an employer or a business partner. Whereas when that thing goes wrong, maybe your first intention or your first desire is to react as a business partner. And so those expectations can kind of muddy the water. Whereas if you have a business partner or an employee that you're not friends with, which is not to say you're not friendly with, but you don't have a sort of past relationship with, it's very clear cut. Everyone understands that the primary purpose of the relationship is employee-employer. And if something goes wrong, you will respond as such. If it really goes wrong and you've got to separate as partners or sack the person as an employee, well, everyone understands that's a potential outcome. Whereas again, if you're friends or family, it can kind of muddy that water. Funny enough, statistics actually show that 70% of business partnerships fail. And that's usually could be from a variety of factors, whether it be uneven capital contributions or different visions or a lack of communication. All these kind of things can obviously soil a relationship right from the get-go. So it's really important to set out guidelines as to what each person wants to do in terms of business a business plan becomes really crucial in this element and i believe we've done a podcast previously on business plans and in that business plan you can actually stipulate who's responsible for what kpi in terms of operations and so forth and having the legal arrangements behind that is extremely important so it will address things such as dispute resolution and things such as for example if one partner was to move on or pass away what happens in those scenarios so it's really important to have the right professional advice before you enter into any sort of business partnership. Yeah, I think that's something to embrace. Sometimes people think partnership will work out if the contribution is fair, as in 50-50. But the reality is in most partnerships, the contribution isn't even all of the time. And it might ebb and flow. You know, one partner might contribute more one particular year and then less the next year. What you're really looking for is tends to be sort of complementary skills and complementary skill sets. So one partner is going to bring X and the other partner is going to bring Y. So one partner might 
might be great in marketing and the other partner might have a strength in operations. So you don't always want to look at it as in it needs to be 100% fair, as in 50-50. There is going to be times where the contribution is uneven and you just kind of need to make friends with that. But the best advice we can give you is kind of start with the end in mind. So think about if we're going to embark on this relationship, whether it's an employee or business partner, what documents and what processes and what conversations can we have and put in place now to facilitate the unwinding of that relationship. So it's almost like plan for the worst, hope for the best. It's not that much difference to having a binding financial agreement or a prenup is often what it's called if you get married. It's the same sort of process. It's really about saying, okay, we're going to start a relationship. If this relationship doesn't work out, what does the finances look like? And it's the same sort of thing. It's almost like a marriage, a business partnership, and you really need to then think through if it goes well, that's fantastic. But if it doesn't go well, how are we going to deal with disputes? How are we then going to unwind this ownership structure? Uh, Who's going to take what and how are we going to value it? and all those sorts of things. And as Mina said, that's something your holistic accountant can help you with together with a good lawyer putting together some shareholder or unaholder agreements uh, to deal with that. But start with the end in mind and do that work up front before you have a problem and make sure everyone understands the requirements, puts you in a great position to avoid many of the hassles and complications a lot of people experience. Definitely. And it really comes down to the fact that when it comes to family and friends, emotions play a big role in it. You don't tend to keep arrangements business-like. It's extremely crucial to keep everything commercial. You know, you treat each other with respect. Um, There's got to be a business relationship rather than a friendship there. There's got to be no sort of nepotism and there's got to be clear roles and responsibilities as we sort of touched on previously. You need to play on each other's strengths and weaknesses um, and be realistic about that. We're not all perfect as some of us would like to believe, Stuart, but but there will be challenges. So it's really about navigating those together and, and playing off each other's strengths and weaknesses. And finally, communicate fast and directly. Having good lines of communication, open communication, be able to call out matters before they become issues or concerns before they become issues will give both partners the best opportunity to kind of navigate those issues. And if you create a good culture of communication within the partnership, that'll hold you in really good stead. Sometimes we feel like we don't want to be nitpicky, but being nitpicky is only how the recipient might feel, right? But if the recipient agrees that we should communicate matters no matter how big or small, then when they're they're going to realise that that's not being nitpicky. And what might be a big issue for you uh, might be a small issue for them. But if it's a small issue for them, they can solve it so that it doesn't become a, a bigger issue longer term. So communication is a really important point. And being really open with that communication and being open to receive that communication is critical in in navigating a sort of business partnership. So again, it's a bit of a clogmire. Uh, employing family and friends or going into business with family and friends but it can work if you do it or at least you can maximize the probability of it working if you take the right approach and it's something that your holistic accountant should be able to help you with okay that's it from us for this week until next week bye for now